What's up, Stop Sinking family? Welcome back to the show where we go from struggle to flow. You know. Once you've gotten the engine started and you are on your way, and if you listen to the last two podcasts, we talk about step one and step two on your way to flow. I want to call this step three. Once you have gotten your engine started, once you have first taken ownership, and then you have gotten your engine started by yourself, you being the starter of that engine, and once that is started and you are on your way, you can now do many things. You can adjust aim, adjust course, pull levers, steer, you're on your way. Your main job now becomes to manage the momentum that you have created. You're no longer standing still. The inertia that has now dissipated has been replaced by forward movement. So let's appreciate and congratulate ourselves on that. Let's have a little quick applause. But moving on, on your way, you must now do all you can to upkeep and build on that momentum that you have gotten started that forward progress that you have now started to make. Step three is managing that momentum. And momentum is a beautiful thing. It has the power to propel you further with little additional effort and can even gain speed and accentuate and complement your efforts in a very, very fruitful way. Momentum is a beautiful thing. A body in motion stays in motion. So again, congratulations for getting in motion. Once you have broken free of your stasis, the world opens up to you. I would say managing momentum is easier to do than starting. It's easier to manage than starting. You tend to support the momentum you created the day before. It becomes a snowball effect or a tumbleweed that gains size and speed as it rolls down the hill. Your main assignment here is to just spend today properly. As long as you manage your inputs today, the rest of tomorrow tends to figure itself out, tends to work itself out. The future is today. What you do now is what matters. There isn't a more clear connection to that than realizing what momentum is being created by your actions today. You can see this at work. And this is where momentum can either work for you or against you. If you don't spend your time wisely today, the momentum you're going to wake up with tomorrow is going in a direction that will require a different level of effort than just undoing stasis, undoing inertia. It's different than just starting. Now, if you are not spending your time wisely and your momentum is going in the wrong direction, it will require a different force to reverse direction. And side note, reversing direction is not fun. That's why it's good to start out with good habits. For example, if you learn to play the guitar in the wrong position, if you hold it the wrong way, for example, you may limit the strength or usability of one finger. 
that gets used less because of the position of the way that you're holding it. And that may limit your playing way down the road when you try and play more complex stuff. What feels comfortable at first isn't always the best thing for later. So building good habits when you're starting out is the best way to go because then your momentum is heading in the right direction. But any momentum, playing guitar badly is still better than not playing guitar at all. And again, I still believe any momentum is better than sitting still. So it's better than your stasis state, your inertia that you were in, that you have gotten yourself started from. Even if now you are heading in the wrong direction and you have to reverse and are going in the wrong direction, sitting still still requires more force, probably the most force, because you can just waste your entire existence sitting in one place like a wallflower. There is something destructively addictive about the illusion of safety felt in sitting still. But it is an illusion. Degeneration happens faster as you sit and while the world is still moving around you. You become more and more detached, more dull, and less attuned to the sensitivities of this changing environment. There is a huge danger in looking for your comfortable little crevice to occupy, where you cling to your assumed safety. You fail to notice you are withering. Your cocoon isn't always turning you into a butterfly. It might instead be rotting from the inside out. If you are at your job for the last five or more years, if you are overly comfortable in a town you grew up in, if your entire life revolves around a 20-mile radius, if the world around you looks too familiar, you might still think you are moving and that there is momentum instead of realizing that you are running in place because you are doing all these activities. You're still at a job. You're still employed. And you forget to realize that you are running in place, staying still while doing a bunch of activities to fool yourself, slowly deteriorating your future possibilities and outcomes. The illusion of forward progress is probably more destructive than sitting still. How do you get off that treadmill? You would need some major divine intervention to break that cycle. You give somebody $100,000 a year and they forget that there is other things to move forward in their life. And there is, there is a need for it. There is an activation to your brain when you experience the new that isn't available in that comfortable crevice, in that cocoon. They recommend, for example, to keep this new part of your brain always activated and fed. They recommend taking a different route home, different days of the week to keep your brain sharp. To brush your teeth with the opposite hand for the same reason, that just make your brain feel something new. Your brain craves new. It rusts when you don't ask it to perform new tasks, if you just ask it to perform the same old routine duties, your brain will rust. So forego that beaten path. Take the road less traveled. It will make all the difference. But yes, momentum can work against you. 
It can either work for you or against you. What you did today will be what you are most likely to find easy to do tomorrow. So whatever you do today is what's going to come easiest to repeat tomorrow. It will feel most natural to perform again. Feel less resistant to repeat. This is where the power lies and the danger is held. Momentum can either work for you or against you. If you have a habitual routine that isn't the best for you, like you eat ice cream or something sweet after dinner, you snack while you work, you crave chips or something savory, you need a cigarette with your coffee, you drink on the weekends, the Thursday reminds you that it's time to drink, or you go to happy hour on certain days with certain people, or you're in the habit of eating out, takeout, two times a week at least, You know on Saturdays you're going to be expected to eat some pizza or something from the outside. Or even routines like the way you cope with stress, with certain activities or in a certain way. Let's say with stress you tend to vent or wallow to your friends. You tend to turn negative and view the world through this powerless scope when you're under stress. These are all routines. Or you tend to respond with anger to specific situations. All these things will be easier to repeat if you feed them today, if you do them once today. They're more likely to be the easiest thing to repeat tomorrow and find easy to do again. Momentum working against you. Each one of these continued activities is a seed of momentum being created. You are more likely to continue what you are habitually in the cycle of doing. What I'm here to share, though, is that you are not doomed to the momentum you have created yesterday or even today. You don't have to react the same way to the same thing tomorrow. You are not stuck in a rut and have to respond in a way that comes naturally from the last hundred times of that solicitation, of that situation. As long as you manage it, all it takes is one break in that momentum to head in a different direction. You are not doomed to the momentum you created. It takes one break. All habits are likely to be set or broken based off of just what you did yesterday or today. If you build a habit to smoke a cigarette with that morning coffee, you will continue it. It's easiest to continue it. But if you break that morning coffee connection for even one day, you will support the detachment of that dependency. If you go even one day without that ice cream after dinner, forego the chips habit for even one day, skip the weekend drinking for one weekend, cook at home on those days you expect to eat out, Or acknowledge your tendency to complain and vent and sort it out internally for even one flare-up of angst. You contribute a great deal to the new you that can be just by breaking the habit in one way. You contribute to the reversing of that momentum and manage instead the momentum into a chosen direction opposite from that. 
one that serves you. Personal example, when I tend to waste an hour after dinner on YouTube or a half hour, as soon as I come back and I sit down from dinner and I'm in this transition phase and I feel compelled to do this because of the daily sequence that I've chosen, it's the easiest thing to do again. It's more likely that I will do it again tomorrow. All that momentum has gone in that direction and we just take the path of least resistance more often than not. So I will most likely go ahead and almost automatically follow the same pattern the next day. I'll sit down and click the YouTube bookmark. Our bodies and minds are interesting in this way. We look for these comfortable loops that we can repeat so our life is not too unpredictable. We all crave certainty. We find a bit of certainty comforting. Especially me in my current situation right now where my life is uncertain 24-7. I'm craving certainty. And it gives room to these habits to find their place more likely in my life. And this is where I have to use momentum to serve me. Use that certainty to be something that serves me instead of half an hour on YouTube. This is why we can watch the same episode or movie multiple times or why we tend to find people, famous people, famous YouTubers, the same faces we like and listen to these same faces over and over again. Because there's something about that familiar that becomes comfortable. It's evolutionary biology. And we can't necessarily feel bad about it. I'm not here to make you feel bad about it. But understanding it, we can use it to our advantage. So instead of this biology working against you, you can plant a seed of just one simple change in routine that supports a better direction. So if tomorrow, instead of watching YouTube for the first half hour after dinner, I instead read or sit and brainstorm a podcast or any other activity, now this new activity becomes the one that can be easily repeated. Now, because it hasn't been repeated as often as the YouTube activity, the neural circuitry isn't as deep and isn't as much of a natural state. So there is still risk of returning back to the prior habit. But again, in understanding that, if I do two days in a row, three days in a row of my new activity in replacement of YouTube, I am rewiring that neural circuitry. Doing this and watching myself do this is where I practically came up with the formula of how to quit or start any momentum. In short, it's simply the compounding days of good habits over bad habits, more good ones than bad ones, or more desirable behavior over undesirable behavior. And it starts one step, one day at a time. You are not doomed to the momentum that you are stuck in. This is a good way to get your foot in the door to solving your problem. So you take one day on with your new activity that's a replacement of the YouTube or any undesirable behavior and you have one day off. So you start off with one day on, one day off. Then you go to two days on your new 
behavior, your desirable behavior, and then you go one day off. And like this, you compound. Then you go three days on your desirable behavior, one day off. Four days on, one day off. Five days on, one day off. Once you start getting to the longer days on, your new activity, the good replacement activity, like seven days on and one day off, and eventually 14 days on and one day off, or 21 days on and one day off, you reached a point of not even needing the off days, not even having to go back to those cheat days and default to what you used to do. You've reached a point of not even needing those off days. But you can still have them in the back pocket just so you can have that comfort and you don't traumatize yourself and force yourself to be robotic. You are allowed some days off from this new desired behavior. But at this point, 21 days on, maybe 30 days on and one day off, at this point, you should have a stronger neural circuitry towards that new thing So you are now less at risk of going back. So if you take that one day off, it doesn't mean you're going to go back to all your bad habits. It doesn't mean you're at zero risk either, though. Plenty of people lose lots of weight for a year or two and then stop doing the right habits and ease back and then gain all that weight back. If you lived a certain type of lifestyle for 20 years or 10 years, Don't expect one year of positive direction to rewire all the circuitry. It has to become a lifestyle ultimately, the new desired habit, a part of your new identity. There's no going back to that old lifestyle and keeping the gains of the new one, like we talked about on episode 26, the point of no return. There is no going back. And the power of habit There's a suggestion of how to build and break new habits that somewhat resonates with this. So you take the cue, the trigger, like after dinner, sitting down, for example, or morning coffee, you take that cue and you're so used to playing a specific routine or a response to that trigger and you are used to getting a reward from that trigger. You're used to getting a reward from the response of that trigger. So you have your coffee, it's the morning, your reward is the cigarette, for example. Just changing the response routine to that cue and rewarding yourself with something else, one time starts the momentum of its reversal. Continuing that new pattern more times will solidify that response. So you take that cue now And you play a different response, a different routine. And then you reward yourself and you solidify that new response. Changing the association of that cue or that trigger and having it trigger a different behavior. A more rewarding behavior. A more desirable behavior. And then rewarding yourself afterwards to encourage that new behavior. That's how a new habit is formed. It's mental conditioning. The morning can now trigger something else. Me sitting down here can now trigger something else. Hopefully a more desirable response, a more desirable routine. 
I will advise you to be careful because we tend to switch addictions. So we'll go from one thing to another thing and not notice that that replaced behavior is actually not serving you. So make sure the thing that you replace it with, the new routine, the new response, isn't something that's just as destructive. You don't want to quit drinking and pick up a sugar habit, for example. But that's how habits are formed. Take a little bit of that power of habit. Take a little bit of my method and apply the momentum that you can manage today. Just one thing that is a trigger to something that you normally respond with and switch it to something that is favorable to you. And ultimately, your good habits or your replacement desired habits reach a flywheel effect. This then all comes to support the momentum we desire. It gains speed and traction over time and requires less and less force, no control, to gain more and more energy. It's a self-perpetuating force. This is the goal for most businesses and good habits in life. It's almost a network effect where each new part feeds the speed and upkeep of the whole. This is when good habits, momentum towards desired goals and behaviors, seems effortless to manage. It feeds itself. Just manage your momentum today, my friends. Your tomorrows will thank you. Everything you are waiting to acquire, do or become is standing behind just one rep, just one repetition. I love you all. Move better. Godspeed.